My name is Colin Mitchell, and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. Well, you have to evangelize to normalize. As evangelism is a pretty new concept in sales today, Ethan poses a rather interesting question. What if it normalizes? What if it becomes a normal part of the process? Do we still need to evangelize? Colin definitely says yes, as evangelism involves content that buyers today would normally consume first before making a decision. Find out more in this latest episode of sales transformation. It really depends on what you do too, right? Like fortunately for us at Humantic, you know, there's not a lot of people that are doing what we do. So we're the simple answer, you know, to this problem. But if you're in a more, you know, commoditized, you know, space or crowded space, you know, it's a little bit more difficult to, you know, stay neutral and say, you know, I just want people to be doing this better, whether it's with me and my product or another one. And I think you um, are a great example, right? You just want people, you know, doing things better, not sending digital pollution. And you've really evangelized, you know, using video um, and, you know, basically being more human in the way that you communicate um, rather than you got to use Bomba, <laughs> you know? And so I think for an evangelist, like it really is important to stay somewhat neutral. Now, yes, people are going to, you know, naturally be curious, well, how do I solve this problem? And it's nice that you can solve that for them. Um, but staying really neutral and true to that purest form, like you said, uh, of really evangelizing the problem that you solve and not the product. Yeah. And I'm sure your experience has been like my own and other people I've spoken with, which is, you know, after you get done sharing these ideas, the most natural follow-up question is, oh, is that what you would all do at BombBomb? Well, yes, in fact, it is. Now, I don't I don't know how we're quoting teams of 82 people right now. I can, you know, that's something, if you want to go down that road, I can introduce you to the right person. Um, but it's, but that's a, the buying questions are a natural consequence of doing the evangelism piece really, really well. And I love there's nothing that brings me more joy than providing a warm handoff to uh, one of our sales team members, someone who already gets it, who I've already done some discovery and diagnosis with. Um, I give them my call notes if I've taken notes on the call, which I always do. Um, and, and they're just ready to move. And so it's like that that intersection is really, really interesting. Um you also raise now for me some interesting questions that we're not going to solve in this conversation, but it really is around this, um, you know, the category nature of this, right? So I don't know what you would call the category that Humantic AI is in. I don't know that it needs a category name, you know, um, but, you know, at what point, like how crowded does a market get before evangelism is run its course? Because, and the reason I ask it that way, and feel free to speculate on it, but you know, for me, the biggest threat to BombBomb is the idea that video messaging does not become a normalized behavior in large swaths mm -hmm. of the business community, generally speaking. 
And that's why I don't mind competitors growing because, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. Was I a little bit anxious when a couple competitors came into the space, one with hundreds of millions of dollars in VC, the other one with tens of millions of dollars of VC, and we're this bootstrap company? Like, hell yeah, I was like anxious. But then you realize this is actually exactly what should be happening. This is a validation of the space rising tide lifts all boats, and I'm just going to keep trying to raise the tide, knowing that when people do start getting into that shopping and selection and engagement phase with people, we're going to win more than our fair share because of who we are culturally, the way we provide value, et cetera, et cetera. We feel like there's enough differentiation there in the experience that's been validated as we've talked with buyers who are evaluating us against other options. And so um, this this interesting thing of, though, um, once this thing does become normalized, you still need to evangelize or will it just evolve? Oh, that's a tough question to yeah. answer. Or I'm asking uh, you to purely uh, speculate. Or yeah, study, it's I, I not even a that, question. <clears throat> I think that, you know, <clears throat> you're right about a lot of things, right? Is the more people that buy into what it is that you do, not necessarily your product or service, right? Um, the better, the better for everybody, right? Because then you you know, every category is going to essentially have its like early adopters. Right. And then, you know, as it becomes more of, you know, more normalized, right. Where video is just something that, you know, in your example, everybody uses. If you're in sales, you have a video product period. Um, you know, if, if it gets to that point, I think evangelism is still important, right. Because it, it kind of goes back to content, right. So, a lot of evangelizing is content, podcasting, webinars, speaking, events, written stuff. Like a lot of what you do is evangelizing, you know, through content and through distri- different distribution channels. And when somebody's making a buying decision, you know, on average, they're going to consume like 13 pieces of content when they're making that buying decision. So do you want to be a part of that conversation? Or if you aren't evangelizing, or if you've decided, you know, yeah, maybe we don't need an evangelist anymore. Well, then you're probably not going to be part of that conversation. And some might say, well, we have a great marketing team. Of course, we're going to be part of that conversation. Well, it ties back to people trust people, right? And not necessarily brands. So if you are out there putting information through more of a marketing lens, through just like blogs and, and the company page and, and all of that stuff, that's okay. It's good. Um, but there's going to be a lot more trust, a lot more connection, a lot more rapport that's built if that same message is coming from a person. So I don't think that the evangelist role becomes less important or obsolete if what it is that you do in your category becomes you know, more normalized. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.